Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Continued optimism. So I'm going to start the show with here on Wednesday. Uh, you guys know I've paid a lot of attention to the data on uh, the coronavirus uh, and how it's going to impact the return of sports. Well, yesterday we hit a... Well, let me take a step back and, and explain kind of in a general sense what's going on. We are ramping up in a big way the amount of testing that is going on across this country. And I tweeted out this in general, and testing is big in terms of Major League Baseball, the NBA, the MLS, and the NHL coming back. And so I tweeted out a link to an interesting website called uh, The COVID Project. Uh, They have a Twitter feed where they will tell you every single day how many completed tests there are uh, in the country. And so yesterday, for instance... There were 260,000 tests completed across the entire United States. We're now over something like 7.5 million total coronavirus tests that have been given, which is more than anywhere in the world. And for per capita guy out there, no, it's not more per capita. But for instance, in the places where we've had big outbreaks, like the New York area, the New York area per capita has tested more people for the coronavirus than anywhere else in the world, okay? So it doesn't make sense, for instance, that we would have a massive test in Alaska or Wyoming or Montana, places where there really haven't been very many people get the coronavirus. You need to focus your testing on the areas where there have been the most, all right? So that is 260,000 completed tests. Well, this is an important detail that I think a lot of people are missing. As you test more people, in general, the more people are going to test positive. And this is significant because a lot of times the media is like, oh my God, the number of people that are testing positive has stayed the same for a long time. But has the number of people being tested stayed the same for a long long time? The answer is no. We've increased our testing dramatically in the space of the last six weeks or a month. And so what you need to pay attention to is the percentage of people that are testing positive on any given day. We were talking about this yesterday, 
as the number of people out there who are able to get tests continues to grow across the country, what we're seeing is something good, a good sign. The overall number of people who are testing positive is going down. So we now are uh, at an all-time low in the United States coronavirus outbreak since March and since even early in March when not very many people were being tested. Only 8.5% of the people who are being tested now nationwide are testing positive. In other words, that's a big deal because the positive rates used to be over 20%. So as a result of stepping up testing in a big way, we are beginning to see the number of people who test positive hitting new lows across the country, and that happened yesterday. 22,000 people, which is a lot, tested positive out of 260,000 people that were tested. So that is the lowest rate of positivity in the country since this outbreak began. Um, And I can tell you this last night, there are a lot of people who are ready to get back to work. I'm in Florida this week, for those of you who maybe listen and didn't know, drove down from Nashville. We have a place down in Florida too. Both the states that I live in are opened up in the areas that I live in. I live in a part of Nashville, Tennessee called Franklin, which is uh, about 20 miles south of Nashville, if you're familiar with that city at all. Every place in Franklin that wants to open up is open up. My gym is open in Franklin. Uh, You can go out to to dinner and restaurants. They're 50% occupancy opened. You can go to retail stores, which are 50% occupancy open. All of those things are open in uh, in the surrounding communities outside of Nashville. Nashville itself isn't, which is crazy, but that's another story. I'm in Florida. Now, Florida is opened up. Yesterday was not only Cinco de Mayo, it was also Taco Tuesday. So hopefully LeBron James had a good Taco Tuesday. You know who had a good Taco Tuesday combined with Cinco de Mayo? Me and my family. We went out to dinner at a Mexican restaurant walking distance from our place in uh, in Florida. And it was packed. Now it's 25% occupancy. The patio, I don't believe, has that same restriction because it was completely full Inside was not completely full, but when we left last night, we probably finished around 7 o'clock, my family uh, and I, we sat down at 6 for Cinco de Mayo meets Taco Tuesday Mexican food. When I left, there was an hour and a half long wait to get into the Mexican restaurant last night in Florida. People are ready to get back to work, and a big part of getting back to work is sports, and I'm starting to get even more optimism from a variety of places that sports is going to return. And I want to hit this right off the start for you guys. Uh, Scott Boris, who is a obviously big-time baseball agent who has many of the most famous baseball players as his clients, wrote an opinion piece that is going to get a lot of attention today for the New York Times. And his opinion piece is pretty straightforward. I'm going to read you some of the lines from it because I thought it was very well said. His opinion piece is headlined, We Have to Bring Baseball Back. And then the opening is, Time and time again, baseball has helped our country recover and come together in times of loss. It can help us during the pandemic too. Uh, And then I thought this was really well done because it puts baseball in a historic context. And here is the open to his, uh, to his uh, op-ed, his essay here, uh, in the New York Times this morning. In some of America's darkest moments, the country has turned to Major League Baseball to bring hope and normalcy back to everyday life. It's going to sound a lot like this show, uh, so I got to applaud Scott Boris for putting himself out there. It happened after the attack on Pearl Harbor, when President Franklin Roosevelt issued what became known as the Green Light Letter to Commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis. President Roosevelt wrote, I honestly feel that it would be best for the country to keep baseball going. He even surprised the team owners by requesting more night games, not fewer, as a source of relaxation and escape for weary workers coming home from their wartime shifts. Nearly 60 years later, baseball again helped reassure the nation 
after the September 11 attacks. In the first game back in New York, 10 days after the towers fell, Mike Piazza's home run in the eighth inning became a potent sign that our healing had begun. The very next month, and a lot of you are going to remember this regardless of your politics, we all felt the gravity of the moment as President George W. Bush walked onto the field at Yankee Stadium before the first World Series game in New York since the attacks. Alone and secretly wearing a stiff bulletproof vest, he climbed to the top of the mound and fired a strike. The pain of those we lost would never leave, and the rebuilding was only just beginning. But at that moment, America, as an idea, roared back to life. This is, again, Scott Boris's words. Time and time again, baseball has helped our country heal. Whether it be David Ortiz giving a speech to rally a city after the Boston Marathon bombing or the A's and Giants aiding a jittery Bay Area after a deadly earthquake that interrupted the 1989 World Series, baseball has been there in times of loss to help our country and our cities move forward. Uh, And he continues to write about the coronavirus and he says uh, that basically it's important that baseball be back. It is time again, he says, for baseball to serve. The political universe, and then he cites a lot of different people, uh, all suggest that it makes sense to uh, bring baseball back, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is a big Washington Nationals fan. In a recent study, nearly 170 million people, 12 or older, identified themselves as Major League Baseball fans, the highest number in the past 25 years. The first full month of the 2020 regular season has been missed, but baseball should start up again soon, says Boris, to, uh, says Scott Boris, to provide a release for our country desperately in need of live sports entertainment. And here he gets into some details. I'm in constant communication with players, owners, and front office executives. And from what I'm hearing, they're focused on getting baseball back. Even before we know when, where, and how we will have an opening day, we should give players the chance to ramp up for major league competition. Uh, Heath believes the first step is to get players back to spring training style camps as soon as possible. He says... Players want to be with their teams now, safely preparing for the season at spring training. Uh, players would need all these different details about the way that it can take place. And again, I would gar- I would encourage you to go read this uh, to go read this op-ed piece that is up in the New York Times today. Uh, but he said, while initially the fans won't be there, MLB stars can shine brightly on TV screens across the United States and across the world this summer and fall. Televised games each day and night can give fans a unifying feeling, something to look forward to, something to discuss, something to live vicariously through, and a reason to cheer. The millions of baseball fans in America can continue to do a small part by watching a game from home. Uh, All right, so that is Scott Boris. That doesn't happen by accident. Scott Boris has let everybody know based on the many superstar players that he represents. I'm sure he talked to all of his superstar clients before he wrote this piece. He probably shared this with them. This is an important moment in terms of sports returning to have someone like Scott Boris go public with the idea being, hey, it's time to get back to work. And I believe he is right. I think he's right for all facets of the American economy. But I think in particular, the world of sports, it's time to get back. Uh, And we've seen this before. I I know people want to act like the coronavirus has never happened before or a situation like the coronavirus has never happened before. But I read uh, and saw a picture, and I'm reading the the great pandemic about uh, the 1918 flu epidemic. 625,000 people died in 1918 of the flu in this country, just this country. That's equivalent of over 2 million today. That was during World War One. They didn't shut down anything. There are pictures, I just tweeted one out, of college football fans 
showing up at the stadiums wearing masks and sitting in the crowds to watch uh, games take place. And I just tweeted one from Georgia Tech. You know if Georgia Tech fans were even willing to show up, there must have been a lot of other fans that were showing up as well. Uh, But we've lived through a pandemic like this before. Hopefully it'll only happen every hundred years or so. But we've never, we've seen uh, a lot of people die before. We've never seen anybody in, in our lives has never seen the amount of people losing their jobs as we're seeing right now. So over 30 million tomorrow, the number will continue to go up. That's probably low. It's probably more like 40 million people have lost their jobs. We basically have created the Great Depression in this country. And as more details are coming out, we're finding out that this virus is far more common and far less deadly than the experts initially let us know. I saw a story that I tweeted out last night that the University of Kentucky, and there are many places that did this. They did this in Seattle with the Seahawks Stadium. Uh, You can text me and let me, tweet me and let me know other locations that did this. The University of Kentucky Hospital lost $160.7 million in its most recent quarter because they stopped elective surgery and because they spent millions of dollars turning their football facility their indoor football facility into a ability to host coronavirus patients. Inside the University of Kentucky football facility, the indoor, they were going to be able to host 400 coronavirus patients in an overflow hospital setting. They are taking down that entire hospital because they never were able to fill it up. And this is the story across the nation were all of the, quote, experts who predicted that our hospitals would be overrun. And in fact, that was, remember, the entire rationale for not going outside of our houses, for shutting down before the rationale became, became, oh, we don't have a vaccine. The rationale was we can't overload hospitals. What happened was no hospitals in America came very close to overloading. Even in New York City, they forecast that we were going to need 140,000 hospital beds. They ended up peaking at 19,000. So the experts, and again, I'm putting it in quotation marks, forecast 140,000 hospital beds maximum capacity. The maximum capacity ended up being 19,000. And as a result, we sent that ship up, uh, I believe it was called the Comfort, to dock in New York City. Almost nobody was on it. Almost nobody needed to be treated by that naval uh, ship. We also turned the Javits Center into a coronavirus hospital. Almost no one was ever admitted to the Javits Center. We spent billions of dollars across this country preparing for a wave of hospitalizations that never occurred. Just hasn't happened. In fact, what has happened is many hospitals have come close to bankruptcy because they stopped stopped elective surgery. And so... You have to be careful about the decisions that you make and what some of the impacts can be that you might not have contemplated. And I believe there are a lot of places across the country where we built entire hospitals that have never come close to being used, not remotely close to being used. And so Scott Boris is right. It's time to get back to work. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we haven't done an animal Thunderdome in a while. Cue the music, Danny G. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. This is Animal Thunderdome. Asia has had us under siege lately. First with the coronavirus arriving. And now, my God, run for the hills. The murder hornet has arrived in the state of Washington. Danny G, take it away. Yeah, you've probably seen a meme or 12 An invasion of these giant two-inch hornets known as murder hornets have become the uh, new concern for 2020. And we're, you know, hoping that we get to 2021 without all dying. These giant insects first made the U.S. land in December, they say. They're like something out of a monster cartoon with this huge yellow-orange face, says a bee breeder at Washington State University. And by the way, Clay, I sent her an official invite to join us on the show yesterday. She hasn't responded. Yes, she did, and she said she will consider it. Consider it? Yeah. Well, how many offers does the Washington <laughs> State bee expert get to be on national radio? She said she's really busy right now with Washington State. 
the bee breeder at Washington State University is never going to be more relevant for the rest of her life than right now. And we offered her the opportunity to come on national radio and talk to our audience of literally millions of people. I mean, that is a 100% fact. There are millions of people who consume OutKick radio product over the course of, uh, of a month. And certainly a murder hornet investigation by us would be an epic Marconi worthy performance. And she said she would consider it. Yeah, I think your name scared her away. Welcome to my world of booking. Do you think it was my name? I think so, because she's like, you're Fox News? I know that name, Clay Travis. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know what? I, I got to say, I, I will. I don't really care what people think about me, um, And as you well know. Uh, but what does she think? That the, that the murder hornet is a political issue? I am not a hot take artist. I come on every single day and try to be as honest with you guys as possible. So the fact that this this bee chick is like, oh, I'll consider it. I rescind our offer. I want you to email her as soon as you finish this segment and say, Clay Travis has rescinded his offer. I hope the murder hornet kills you and all your bees. No, I don't want to do that because once I explained to her what our show was and who you were and that we weren't Fox News, then she changed her tune and she was Why does nice. it matter if we were Fox News? The mur- you like know Fox why News? it matters? Because some people hate Fox News. Yeah, some but people so hate she talks MSNBC. about bees. The I know. bees are not political. But she thought I was calling from a political organization. This woman might not be smart enough to come on the program. I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to have to rescind the offer. (laughs) All right. More about these uh, murder hornets. The reason why everybody's so freaked out is because... Because they're called murder hornets? I think that's probably a big reason why. But let me explain why they're different (laughs) from a regular bee sting. They have toxic venom, like from a poisonous snake. So, yes, you could die from multiple stings. 50 people in Asia die every yep. year from the... So, based TMZ, on- did you see the video from TMZ yesterday or the day before that was going around? There's video of one of these murder hornets just completely torturing a mouse. Like, it annihilated well, the mouse with one sting. The Twitter blue check marks have told me recently that if we can do whatever we have to do to save even one life, it's worth it. So, I mean, does this mean we can never go outside again? Maybe. 50 people in Asia die from the murder hornets every year. This, I, To me, this means that we can't ever go outside again because somebody might die of the murder hornets. By the way, there's a different beekeeper in the story here. Conrad Barub. Maybe I should reach, reach, out, reach to out to him. Reach out to my boy Conrad. I bet he's a fan. <laughs> he was stung by one, and he says, it was like having red-hot thumbtacks being driven into my flesh. That doesn't sound good. No. Yeah. That doesn't sound ideal. So what the situation is, basically, these arrived in Vancouver, is my understanding, and they now have come across the border into Washington State, and they're scary because they basically are like honeybee serial killers. Yeah, they They take out... show up and wreak havoc. Right. They can take out an entire honeybee populations. Obviously, people are scared that they're going to go from state to state. It's like Anakin with the young Jedis. (laughs) Seriously. Pretty much. I think, by the way, am I correct that there were no honeybees in uh, in the United States until we until European explorers arrived? I'm not sure. I'll have to look that Somebody up. Somebody look that dub. You're not doing anything. Look up and see whether or not I'm correct that honeybees are a non-native species that has spread across the entirety of, uh, of the United States. All right, let's go to South Carolina for the next story. A woman was killed by an alligator on oh, no. Kiowa Island Friday. Kiowa Island's a nice place. It what is. Happened? Check this out. Before this fatal attack, there's uh, there's new details that have come out in the past day or two. According to this witness, 58-year-old Cynthia Covert was at the witness's house to do her nails. She said that Covert wasn't acting like herself. She was more talkative and relaxed than usual. When deputies asked if the change in behavior was because of alcohol or drugs, the witness says, well, Covert came to my residence with a glass of wine. Yeah, like Uh, everybody. So Covert... She's drinking on the shutdown. Yeah, join the club. Yeah. She sees this alligator and she goes down to get a closer look. The homeowner and the husband were out there and they told her, be careful, an alligator grabbed a deer from that same spot just a few days ago. When they warned Covert about that, Covert replied, I don't look like a deer. Then she attempted to touch the alligator. At that point, the alligator grabbed her by the leg and dragged her into the water. 
I don't um, even know that you can blame the alligator here. Where does I don't look like a deer rank as one of the final <laughs> dumbest things to ever be said by a human right before they get eaten by an alligator? You just said on one of our shows last week that women don't die by saying... That's true. Oh. This is maybe the dumbest woman to die in the history of the animal Thunderdome. As you reach down to pet an alligator that then drags you into the water to kill you is uh, is a hell of a way to go. Yeah, because you were saying a lot of guys have died by saying, watch this. Yeah, I said before, there's no woman who's ever died with her final two words being, watch this, whereas uh-huh. there are thousands and thousands of men. I don't look like a deer, and then you get dragged into the water by an alligator. Uh what an idiot again i don't blame the 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 alligator if you reach down and touch an alligator in the wild and then it attacks you that's on you it's not on the alligator right does anybody disagree who's more to blame here the alligator or the woman let's poll danny g the woman clearly yeah dub the woman uh eddie woman uh roberto woman yeah, it's unanimous. I don't. I think this alligator almost deserved. I know we got to kill it now because it killed a, a human, and that's you know kind of eye for an eye, animal Thunderdome justice. But I don't really blame the alligator. Maybe he did think she looked like a deer. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, by the way, do we have a honeybee update, Dub? We do. This is from Brenda Keller of LosAngelesBeekeepers.com. Uh, she states, "The creation of the United States can be found in the footsteps of the honeybee." Brought to the East Coast in North America in 1622, however, it would take 231 years before the honeybee reached the West Coast of the United States. How so, wild uh, is that? So, I mean, all the bees that you see in the United States now, and I guess all of the in the New World in general, they weren't here. It's an invasive species. Where was it brought? From Europe? That is correct, yep. Yeah. So it took 220 years for the honeybee to work its way all the way across the United States? From 1622 till 1853, that's how long it took for the honeybee to go from East Coast all the way to the West Coast. What about uh, the wasp? Is it native to uh, the United States? And to Let the me world, get back to you uh, on the, the wasp. World? Yeah, I don't know. When, when Columbus arrived in the New World, was there any bug that could sting you that is native like the hornet, uh, the, the, the bee... The, uh, the the wasp, what was here that could kill you? I don't know. I'm curious. Uh, all right. What else we got? That's it for the Thunderdome, but I do have another story to, to share. You always give me a hard time about reporting child deaths in the Thunderdome. That's true. How about just a child here in the States that's a beast? Not obese, a beast. All <laughs> right. This story comes from Fox 13 News, Utah. And before the show, I was asking you about this, and you hadn't seen this story yet. You could keep his mic on, Roberto. I'd love to hear Clay's live reaction to this. Listen to News 13 here. Utah Highway Patrol is always watching these roads for speeders. When I first saw him, uh, traffic around him was slowing down very rapidly. But this slowly moving SUV... My speedometer showed 32 miles an hour. ...caught the eye of Trooper Rick Morgan. I could see a car that was weaving badly back and forth between lanes. Trooper Morgan fired up his siren. It amazed me when he heard my siren that he did pull right over and stop. Then he took a familiar walk. When I got to the window and the window came down, uh, I wasn't quite sure what to think. What he found wasn't familiar at all. It was pretty clear when the window came down that it was a, a young, very underage driver. That driver was just five years old. He was sitting on the front edge of the seat so that he could reach the brake pedal. The boy's adventure began in this neighborhood. It is very residential and not too close to Interstate 15. In fact, a quick search of Google Maps shows the nearest on-ramp is about three miles away. He was all set to make the trip. Thanks to some thorough questioning. Where are you driving to? Trooper Morgan learned of the boy's desired destination. California? The boy was headed on a shopping trip. He wanted to buy a, a Lamborghini when he got there. And he showed a wallet for $3. A few dollars short. He was upset. He was on the verge of tears. He was eventually reunited with his parents. Kids are kids, and they get an idea in their head and don't realize what it takes to to pull that off. Trooper Morgan helped save the day. Likely would have been a lot worse if he if traveled much further. Just another day at the office. What a badass kid. This kid, five-year-old, gets into his parents' car 
with $3 to his name so he can drive to California and buy a Lamborghini? I, I don't know what this kid's going to end up doing in his life, but I want to buy stock future in Future president. I want to buy stock in this five-year-old. I mean, he's got $3 in his, to his name, and he's going to hop the car, drive to California, and buy a Lamborghini. That sounds like a hell of a dream already. By the way, if you're wondering, the babysitter was his older sibling while his parents were at work. How old is the older sibling? It, the article doesn't say, but needless to say, this older sibling is not going to be getting a lot of babysitting jobs in the neighborhood. Can, yeah, you, can I, you imagine trying to explain that one away to your parents? Can you imagine? I'm just, I'm honestly glad that it's the sibling and not the dad who was responsible. Can, can you imagine? Oh, can oh, you man. imagine if you're the dad and your your wife's at work and she's like, you swear that you're going to watch. I got him. I got, don't worry. What was the worst thing that could happen? Can you imagine being the dad when you get a call from the police? Oh, yeah, I just, I can just totally imagine me being in charge of the kids. One of them gets behind the wheel of our car to try to go drive up by a Lamborghini in California. I, if it were a dad, his life is over. He might as well just go feed himself to that alligator like that woman in South Carolina. Because can you imagine for the rest of his life, any opinion that he has? Oh, yeah, his <laughs> wife's going to be like, oh, yeah, like when you let our five-year-old get behind the wheel to go drive to California to buy a Lamborghini with $3, that kind of job you're going to do? His life is over if it was if it was the dad who was in charge. This kid drove uh, suburban streets for three miles to make it to the freeway. The fact that he could make it to the interstate, this yeah. kid kind of sounds like a genius. In the article, they're talking about reaching the brake pedal. How was his foot on the gas to go 32 miles an hour? Not, not only that, how do you even know how to get behind the wheel? I mean, I guess he could watch mom and dad drive, but most five-year-olds, you know, are in the back. So maybe this kid is just totally fascinated with cars. And, yeah. But, you know, Probably, oh, it's yeah. got to be, especially if he was shopping for a Lamborghini. Yeah, but still the ability to <laughs> uh, to get uh, behind the wheel, get to the interstate, merge onto the interstate. I mean, there are old people who can't don't get on the interstate. That, I don't feel comfortable when my wife merges on the interstate. The video, <laughs> he is swerving a little bit, but he's he's still in one of the lanes, and then he pulls right over. <laughs> so I mean, you gotta think to yourself, okay, he's five. There's sirens behind him, and did he get the same feeling we all have gotten when a cop is behind us, and we're like, oh crap! But he pulled right over, so the police officer thought it was a DUI. <laughs> This is an amazing story. I mean, I honestly can't think... Like, if you're a kid, getting in a car to drive to California to buy a Lamborghini is like... That's a to, uh, like that's why people go to California. That's like 99% of dudes who go to California to become actors. That That's why Brad Pitt left Missouri yeah. to go to California. It's like, why are you going to California? <laughs> I'm going to go to California so I can get a Lamborghini. That, How are you going to do it? I'm going to be an actor. That this kid and, had $3 in his wallet. That and professional badminton leagues. Well, you can't, not doubles leagues, <laughs> and certainly not tennis. Uh, all right, when we come back, uh, we'll talk to, that's an amazing story. Absolutely amazing story. Dub, what's the update on the other insects? Yeah, I, I found out here that uh, mini wasps are not north uh, native to North America, but I believe the there must wasps? be. I don't even, I don't even no, know what the mini No, many of the wasps. Oh, many of the wasps. Many of the wasps. So, yeah. uh, mo- so I guess most of uh, bees and wasps are not native. Yeah. Uh, would you like to buy the last question as we finish uh, off this opening segment? Would you like to buy stock in this five-year-old kid? Uh, we all agreed that the woman who got eaten by the alligator was really more to blame than the alligator. Would you like to be able to buy stock in the future earnings of the five-year-old who drove on the interstate to go buy a Lamborghini in California? Uh, yes or no, Danny G all day. And something tells me that by his 16th birthday, he'll have already saved up enough money for a Lambo. Either that or he's going to have like 15 kids um, because uh, every girl in his high school is going to be like, I mean, imagine if you got the balls to pull this off at five, what are you going to pull off when you're a teenager? Uh, What about you? uh, What about you, Dub? You buying stock in the five-year-old who got in the car? Absolutely. He might be the next Brad Keselowski for all we know. Yeah, that could be true. Uh, Eddie, are you all in on the five-year-old? I'm going to pass. He has no no fear of anything, and that can be good, but it also can <laughs> be very bad. What, uh, what a this Debbie uh, Downer. Yeah. Eddie's Eddie predicting a, a child death story. By 10, he's going to be like, you know, carrying around a gun. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. No fear. Uh, what about you? Uh, what about you, Roberto? I say yes. Yeah, I'm buying stock. And what do you think your wife would say? You got a three year old. Uh, what uh, do you think your wife would say if your daughter got behind the wheel at five when you were in charge of watching? Gosh, her? she'll kill me. Probably divorce me. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. 
And it might be better for you if she killed you and divorced you. Yeah, you have to live probably. with her for the rest of your life. And hear it every day. Exactly. Never going to hear the end of it. Never. We'll have to hear it I every mean, day. Ever. I mean, every married man is like, man, that's right. I mean, I think I might just have to go feed myself to an alligator if I was in charge of the kid and he got in a car and drove on the interstate to go buy a Lamborghini in California. <laughs> I mean, this is, a, uh, yeah, what an amazing story. All right, when we come back, Jeff Short's going to join us. I bet he'll agree. You have to choose between letting your kid disappear uh, into the behind the wheel, going to buy a Lamborghini, or getting eaten by an alligator. Which would you prefer? We'll lead with that question for Jeff Schwartz. This is Outkick. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. You're never going to convince me, and this Michael Jordan, The Last Dance documentary has convinced me even more, that the 90s had the best music of all time and will never be topped. Snoop Dogg bringing us back here with Jeff Schwartz on the Discover Hotline. Uh, do you agree the 1990s had the best music, Jeff Schwartz? It's hard to beat that. I mean, the soundtrack for Last Dance has been incredible. Um and reliving that era, um, you know, I, I mean, look, for West Coast hip hop, there was no better time for that, obviously. I mean, there's, you know, for that type of, that type of music, that genre, uh, there was no better time in the 90s. No doubt. All right. So question for you. Would you rather be eaten by an alligator or be the parent who's responsible for a five-year-old when you're supposed to be watching him <laughs> getting behind the wheel and trying to drive to California to buy a Lamborghini? Which would be uh, more bet- painful in the long term? Uh, well, more painful the long term is being the parent. Yes. So the easy suffering to get over with is just getting eaten by an alligator. Yeah. What do you um, think your wife would say? Incredible. What do you think your wife would say if she, as I'm sure she says frequently when she leaves the house, you've got both the kids, make sure you watch them, watch them. You know, like every dad, you're like, yeah, yeah, I got them. And then the next thing that happens is she gets a call from the police because your five-year-old has gotten in the car, driven on the interstate, has $3 in his wallet, and is on his way to California to buy a Lamborghini. If it was my daughter, my wife would be like, all right, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> if it was my son, she'd probably be worried. So, um, I, I mean, it, that's, it's incredible. First of all, how does he know how to drive? That's what I said. It's amazing. And get on the interstate. Yeah, I mean, this kid's advanced. Like, I think I, I think we have to give the kid props for making this happen. That's incredible. I mean, I, my kids couldn't do that. I don't think. I mean, I don't. I, I, my son would have no idea what he's doing. And he's he turned six this summer. Um, yeah. it, it's an incredible. I think we should praise the kid for his advanced knowledge of the kid is clearly a, a genius on some level. Like he is off the charts in terms of his ability. Like if you have had kids the average five-year-old would not be capable of operating a, a car, right? I mean, they just wouldn't. E- even if you, like, walked through the process with them, uh, the odds of that happening are low. And obviously, this kid is a big fan of cars if he's thinking he's going to go get a Lamborghini. But the entire thing is just, it's a, it's a wild and crazy story. Imagine being, the, imagine being the trooper that pulls him over. And oh, like, yeah. Just like, like uh, you got to be son, a little bit uh, impressed. And the fact that he you? knew... The fact that he knew to pull over, like we were talking about earlier, when he sees the blue lights behind him, he's like, oh, okay, sorry, the, the cops got me. I got to pull over. So do you think his trip for this was like Grand Theft Auto? Was he, was he doing some of that eye racing that, that, you know, that, that they're doing in NASCAR right now? I mean, what was his prep for just getting in the car and, and, and bouncing like that? I, want so, I have so many questions about this kid. I would love to have him on the, uh, the show. By the way, what do you think about this? We requested a uh, a bee expert from Washington State because we wanted to talk about the murder hornets. And the bee expert told us what, Danny G? She wanted to know if you were affiliated with Fox News. Yeah, but she said, but then she said what? I'll try to make it happen. I'm really busy. Well, yeah, because it's early for her in Washington. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I understand I thought, I the early it. part. But the fact that she would say, uh, you know, I'll try to make it happen. This is, if you're a bee expert, you're never going to be more relevant than right now. <laughs> Maybe she has so many, so many media requests. I saw the article that it stated that they first saw them in Washington, right? They, yeah, like, Washington someone State. Walked out. Yeah, someone walked down. They're just their their beehive was just was just uh, honeybees torn to shreds. Their heads yeah. popped off. Yeah, there was a video yesterday in circulation. It was a massacre that they showed Japanese, um, like Japanese honeybees attacking one of these murder hornets and killing them right away. So maybe there's, you know, they're, they're not some sort of defense now. But, yeah, it's pretty incredible. The hornet just comes in the hive and just rips off the, the heads of all the honeybees. I mean, just, uh, I mean, the headlines in the history books from 2020, 
are going to be. <laughs> think about this. We haven't even got to maybe the most. I mean, I, I guess 2016's election was pretty incredible, but like we haven't even got to. Oh, like, I know. It's the a great point. Part of this year yet. Oh, like, I know. We're not even like. And think about this. This this year during the election, we're going to have like the Masters happening at the same time. We're going to have you know all, all all you know catch up on baseball and basketball and football. All the same time, golf is, is being introduced back into NASCAR is going to be there as well. Like we're getting all these things at once, and then oh, there's a presidential election that's happening as well at the same time. Like we're not even at that point yet where we even realize there's so much more to this year. It's like the longest year ever. I will say that March and April felt like they lasted forever. I mean, like the they really did feel like the longest months of all time. Uh, what's the situation in North Carolina, by the way? So we go to phase one uh, Friday at 5 p.m. So What is phase um, one in North Carolina? So pretty much uh, retail is 50% capacity. Yeah. Um, I, saw, I saw daycares get to open up um, if parents need them, which is interesting. Uh, it appears that summer camps will be open. Like our kids have oh, summer that's camp. Awesome. We, already, we already signed and paid up for summer camp. Um, and uh, so that's, you know, phase one is not as restrictive as, other phases. Um, I know like my, this is small scale, like my Pilates studio is opening back up for private sessions next week. You um, go to Pilates? Yeah, I've been doing it for eight years now. Are you the only dude in the class? Well, I do a private session, but if I go to classes, uh, no, not really. Like I did a class the other day on Zoom and there were other guys there. What but do you wear? Just, like, I just wear, I just wear workout clothes. Like yoga what pants? Oh, I don't have yoga pants. I don't have yoga pants. I'm six, <laughs> six seven, three fifty. That's what I'm um, wondering. I'm wondering how so tight wear, your clothing just, is. Most girls who go to Pilates, my wife does all the Pilates stuff. Like they wear yoga pants. They're small. They're petite. Like they, yeah. you know, are good looking. You are a large, oh, yeah. hairy, ugly man in Pilates. You have to be, uh, you know, the least sexually the alluring person to ever take the Pilates class ever. No, I wear like sweatpants and a hoodie. That's how I work out. That's my workout attire for like everything. I yeah. go to the gym. The pl- I go ride the bike. If I'm outside, I'm taking a walk. Uh, I'm wearing that. Yeah, no, I am. I'm not there for 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 sexuality. I'm there for just to get a good a good hour, a good hour workout in. Sometimes we add some yoga at the end, go hour and a half. So the Pilates opening back up. That's the point of of my of my story. But yeah, no, we're getting to open up. Um, Open up, you know, no no restaurants yet, no malls. But how long will it take you to go to the Pilates studio? Well, I'll go. I'll go Wednesday for the private class. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'll I, go. I mean, you're you're go already. It's, it's a small, like just, it's a small studio. Like it's a, it's not very big, so I have no fears of getting. You know, it's been closed for a month now, so I have no fears of getting sick. Now I don't know. Well, my wife and I will go to like dinner when they, you know, when when retail opens up. I mean, we're, we're planning on going to an event in Dallas in in July, um, and then maybe go. We might go back to to where you're at, to third to to, to thirty eight to where um, we watercolor in in August maybe. But like, yeah. we're not really planning on on like doing a lot of crazy things right away. Yeah, we went out um, to dinner back to back nights, and I gotta admit it was awesome. So we went out to dinner at uh, Pompano Joe's which is a, a famous restaurant in the uh, on the Gulf Coast for people who know it uh, down here in Florida. And then uh, last night we went out for uh, – my wife was like, we got to go out. It's, it's uh, Cinco de Mayo. We got to go get margaritas. So we went out and had drinks and uh, and had Mexican food. It was awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I made tacos at home last night. Like, we, we actually thought about going to a local restaurant here, bringing, like, a little table in my back of my truck – yeah, and just ordering the food and just sitting in the parking lot with the kids, like yeah. going to eat out. But then I just made tacos instead that were great. So like it wasn't like I needed to go. I've actually you know done more cooking, which has been nice. Um, yeah, but we need like a, a, like a date night would just be good. I mean, we we had to skip two vacations so far that we had with the kids that you know saved me a ton of money. But yeah. um, it just you know we, you know just getting back to normal life eventually will happen. I just again like I just want. Football. I think we're going to get football. That's my only goal right now. Is like, what can be done to make sure that we have football? We have jobs. We don't have football. There's no jobs for any of us. Like, because there's no football. There's probably no basketball. There's probably no baseball. There's no NBA. 
and no one has work anymore. Like it's fun to, you know, it's all fun and games right now as we, you know, make up funny subjects to talk about on the radio and write about, but those eventually get old. You, you, you can't keep using the same, the same topics and like, we'll be out of jobs. I mean, we're at two months with zero sports. So, I mean, I know we had NFL free agency and I know we had the NFL draft, but actual games to talk about. Uh, this show has been going two months and I don't know what it yeah. says about our audience, but our audience has never been bigger. So uh, I, I guess maybe that's a credit to me. I can talk about anything, but uh, and also a credit to our audience's loyalty. But literally, we have not had a single sporting yeah. event. Uh, you know, the draft again counts uh, on some level as a sporting event, NFL free agency. But I mean, an actual game to talk about. We haven't had right. one since uh, March 11th or whatever the heck it was. Well, your show is set up, you know, more unique where you do talk about things outside of sports. I mean, when Jason and I host, we don't, you know, we, we run through like list of movies and we you know just like random topics some days because we, you know, we have like the summer months and it's, it's just this. I don't even know you're talking about vacation. Like, I don't even know when we're going to take vacation. I mean, I'm down in Florida now, which is where a lot of times people go on vacation, but I've continued to work. We haven't missed a day on the show, uh, which I don't even know how many sports talk radio shows and hosts out there. We may be the only one nationally who hasn't missed a day since the coronavirus shutdown happened, which now at this point is kind of a point of pride. But I don't even know when I can take vacation. Like, because... (laughs) As you mentioned, sports is eventually going to come back. I really think roaring back. Um, and uh, and when that happens, there's not going to – usually in the summer months, it's kind of quiet. I think we're going to have sort of a frenzied from, I would say, like July 4th on. Basically, it's going to be wild all the way until the uh, until the Super Bowl because I think the NFL is going to play. And I think college football, most of it's going to play as well. I'm glad you mentioned the most of it for college football because that's something that I've talked about on my Pac-12 show a bunch is the idea of, like, what happens if California says we're not having sports, let's say. You know, what happens to the Pac-12 conference? Do they just play a round robin with the eight teams left? Um, And, you know, because Oregon already announced that they're going to be, you know, they're planning to be open for the fall. So they plan to play football. Look, Oregon has Ohio State coming That's a huge game. I, I do not expect them to miss that game. Yeah, which, by the way, could could suck for Oregon because the home field advantage for a game like that would be so seismic in Alston Stadium, right? But I think they're going to play. I think that big conference college football will play because there's so much money. I think that colleges, by and large, kids are going to be back on campuses. Uh, But I think there's probably a good chance that the crowds are limited uh, in a big way. And if that's the case, then... You know, what's a full stadium going crazy at Oregon worth? Probably five or six points. I mean, I don't think that's wild. And in college football, that advantage is not going to be there. Right. And look, and then also, you know, we're, as a school, I mean, as a, as a football program, you know, we have a new quarterback and we have four new offensive linemen. We have, you know, not, not having spring ball has hurt us as well. Not, not every you know, school has an issue. I mean, Ohio State has Justin Fields returning. They don't really need to have spring ball. So I'm, I'm of the opinion, Clay, that when football comes back, there's going to be no restrictions in the in you know in the stadium. Like I, I feel like by the time we get to September, we're just going to leave it up to to your own individual right to show up or not show up. And if you want to show up, um, you know I don't know what the liability will be like for any of these schools or any of the NFL stadiums or any of the sports. You know if that's an issue and what and what. You know these sports leagues or teams or colleges can be open to liability if someone gets sick of the game, which I think will be hard to prove, especially if you're out and about, you know, doing your daily life. Um, but I just think that people—it's going to be up to people. Do you want to show up or not? Do you want to wear a mask or not? Do you want to sit apart or not? I, do you want to tailgate? Do you want to drink beer? Like it's just—it's going to be up to individuals. I, I just think by the time we get to September, um, I, it's going to be hard. I think, in my opinion, for people to set up a system where you have to sit six feet apart. I mean, how does that, would you stagger people who shows up, who doesn't get to show up? I mean, how do you choose who gets to do that? Who doesn't? That's why I think it might just be left up to individuals. If you want to show up, great. We're open, show up. If you don't, don't show up. And just, that's what we're going to be dealing with in September. I don't think it'll be that way in, in, you know, for the NBA in July when the NBA shows up again, but by September, that's still, still four months. The NFL season starts September 10th. Okay. That's still four months away. A lot of things are going to happen in four months. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, look, there was an hour and a half wait last night to go get Mexican food. Uh, There are a lot of people who are going to be willing, who feel young and healthy, 
uh, I think you're right by September that are going to be willing to go to the games. I think it'll be intriguing to see what the rules are about whether that's allowed. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Appreciate all of you uh, who've been hanging out with us for so long, continuing to dominate in the world of uh, listenership, even though there's no sports going on. One of the reasons, because we bring you all the stories that matter, such as a five-year-old boy in Utah who decided he was going to hop on the interstate with $3 in his pocket. He's driving a car, really, and he's headed to California to buy a Lamborghini. 
What happened? Here's the update on the story. All right, really quickly, I should mention that this is an update from KSL TV in Salt Lake City yesterday because obviously this story made national news and a certain guy paid attention to the story. Listen to this update. A big, big surprise for an Ogden five-year-old today after he gave his family quite the scare. You may remember the story of this kid who tried to drive his parents' car to California to buy a Lamborghini. Well, today... He got to ride in one. Northern Utah specialist Mike Anderson was there. And Mike, hopefully, they're still trying to make sure that he learns some kind of lesson from this whole thing. Yeah, Mike, you know, tough to get through to a five-year-old. But the family says they've talked about this a lot yesterday. They've tried to put the fear into him. But uh, no one expects a kid this young to grab the keys and hop into the family car and head out on a road trip. That's what Adrian Zamarepa did, focused on one thing. I know. I'm going to hear a lot about this one. Five-year-old Adrian Zamarippa getting to ride in a Lamborghini. They squeezed into the two-seater for a ride around the block. And it all happened because of this. Yeah, a five-year-old did what his family never imagined, grabbing the keys, taking his parents' car, saying he wanted to drive to California to buy a Lamborghini. I grind. I'm not believing my son is in the freeway and my truck. Adrian's dad, Joel Zamarippa, looked everywhere. Adrian's sister says she may never forgive herself, and social media is already on the offensive against them. We went through a lot these past two days. Yesterday, it was, we didn't believe it. Today, it was even harder. But they couldn't turn down Jeremy Neves' offer. Did you come to the driver's seat because you think you're driving? To show Adrian what a real Lamborghini looks like. Yes, absolutely. I'm not encouraging kids to go out and take their parents' car and and do anything else that's illegal. But he does see some potential in Adrian if pointed in the right direction. But I'm absolutely inspired by, you know, the the principles that he displayed of, of success, of knowing what he wants, going after it. Finding something positive in a big family scare. Adrian's family is grateful for the chance. And I'm happy that he got to experience this despite everything that's happened. So that is the uh, the positive end of the story. This kid, again, if you didn't hear it, go download the podcast. We had the biggest month of podcast in the history for the show in April. Appreciate all of you for that. Um, go download the podcast. You can hear uh, the, the the full story. But basically, this kid uh, in Utah, five year old, got into his car drove onto the interstate, got pulled over by police. When they asked him what he was trying to do, he said he was going to drive to California and buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> so uh, so congratulations. Uh, that is a heck of a story. We also had a lot of Animal Thunderdome. We talked murder hornets, and we talked to the lady who said, I'm not a deer, when she was warned not to go near an alligator and touch it, and then the alligator in South Carolina ate the lady. I mean, that is an unbelievable story, too. So, uh, in addition, Scott Morris argued a Major League Baseball super agent that the uh, that Major League Baseball needed to return. It's a New York Times op-ed piece. I shared that on Twitter. And uh, and we talked with uh, Jeff Schwartz and Barrett Salee. Encourage you guys to go download that. Make sure you don't miss anything. Uh, and uh, I told you that things continue to get better, and I believe sports will be back sooner rather than later tomorrow. we got the NFL schedule coming out. We will talk quite a bit about that, I would imagine. And uh, we should have a a lot of fun as we get you ready for uh, the weekend where the UFC will also be back. All that still to come. I appreciate all of you. Maybe, in fact, why don't you reach out, Danny G, see if we can get Dana White on. We've been praising him on the radio show. Maybe he'll come on with us uh, to uh, to talk about the big UFC event coming up this weekend. We should see if uh, if he's up early enough in the morning to come uh, hang with us. Uh, In the meantime, and maybe you guys can tweet him too, at Dana White, tell him he should come on OutKick. Uh, I think uh, you guys would enjoy hearing him uh, live on the program. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!